0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It's been a while, sort of. We just released a new episode on YouTube, so I guess it hasn't been a while, because haha, we fooled you. Um, this is the first new episode of of the Night Paranormal Radio of the new year. Um, I'm joined, as always, I, of course, am Matthew Ferry. I'm joined by... Christian Sacara And Patrick Palella. Alright, and uh, tonight, what's, uh, what's on the agenda for topics that we're going to speak about? Well, tonight on the
1: agenda, we're going to be talking about race... Right, okay. Dreamwalkers? Dreamwalkers. And Patrick's love for worms. Mongolian rum Mongolian rum Mongolian deathworms death worms. <laughs> I think <laughs> the rum
0: worm would be more of a fun thing at a party, though. Look at you guys! I'm no longer affiliated with tequila. No longer affiliated with tequila. Instead of, instead of shooting acid, it shoots tequila. Yeah, that would be a better party trick. Um, so, which one did you want to start with? Um, um, I, I think because technically tomorrow. Well, right now um, I'm going to say this. This is probably air afterwards. Happy birthday, thank you, Patrick. It's Happy Patrick's birthday, birthday. He's turning forty. He's the oldest among us. I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah don't so let him,
1: don't let him BS you.
0: Yeah. So realistically, we'll let you decide first on what you want to talk about.
1: What do you want to talk about first, boy?
0: Mm, uh, Pick it, let's
2: talk let's, let's talk about Wraiths race first Wraiths? Race? Okay. Yeah Alright,
0: so I'll let you start it off though because was, Actually, that was one of your ideas, I believe I can't remember race. who came up with the topics. I think you actually came up with most of them this week I did? I think so
1: No, it was and mainly me and uh, Patrick Okay, good job taking credit there <laughs> You to steal it from the birthday boy. Steal his he, thunder. He had to, uh, On his day of birth, you
0: have he, to come he, in there. He came up with the uh,
1: Mongolian death worm. So. I, I yes, I he did come up with the Mongolian.
0: So we're going to talk about wraiths first. So uh, what did you find out about wraiths?
2: Well, wraiths is from like uh, the Scottish word of... It's It's more along the lines of like a Scottish term for like ghost or apparition or spirit or entity. I mean, to me, a wraith is just another form of... um of like an entity but I think it also stems to the fact that Wraiths
0: um, are kind of like um, I want to say like a
2: doppelganger in a way
0: um, sort of I, I kind of agree with you because what I found was that uh, when it comes down to it the uh, the Wraiths basically take a form of somebody usually before or shortly after their demise um, which is more I don't know I, I mean a doppelganger would be more of a reaper not really, because they're not actually doing the death dealing. Like they're True, I mean, they're just showing up some... to you. Like, say you've lost a loved one and you had, like, a weird... You know, like a vision... Not a vision, but if you maybe have seen something and you're like, oh, you
1: know... that's Some places they are referred to Reapers, though.
0: Well, yeah, because they do show up around the... They, they will show up around the time of death. And sometimes, I guess, take form of... Like a Reaper with a black hood and... See I didn't, I didn't catch that I know in mm. Lord of the Rings They do that Which I'm just staying away From like Lord of the Rings Are used that. Um, I know they do show up And I guess they can Also take forms Not mm-hmm. like a doppelganger does But like they can take A comforting form Of somebody you know Or love To ease your way Into death Which would Probably be better Than a skull And a scythe And a hood
2: It almost sounds like It has like a, a de- like Demonic personality traits kind yeah. of. Sometimes
0: <laughs> In certain views It seems to uh, Sometimes they're bad Open Sometimes they're not It's You know
1: yeah, for as far as like the bad omens and stuff, they mainly come to the people who are really depressed from what I've gathered. So oh, that's lovely. So like Uber so that means to my the uh, point of demise, essentially. So you yeah, know, if you're feeling down don't don't necessarily
0: depressed. trust your uh, your neighbor. You yep, just moved in.
1: And then we also got like uh witches and war- warlock have pretty much tried to extend their life, but according to this since it failed, you that's mean how they, be- they became Oh,
0: see, I didn't catch that one. I didn't catch that one. What I had gathered um, was, yes, it was a Scottish word for ghost, spirit, that takes form of or manifests in times of death a ghost or ghost-like image of someone especially seen shortly before or after their death. Um, The other one was a once-living person and this is the weirdest one to me because I can't figure this out because it doesn't, the wording didn't make sense when I read it. So, a once-living person who is made undead without passing through death. The only form of undead not made so through animation, so I guess like you know like meaning, what I'm thinking is meaning like to become a dead as a vampire, you have a certain animation you have to go through. You get bitten, you have this, you know. In most cases, you have to ingest the blood of said vampire that had bitten you. Mm-hmm. And
2: whereas whereas in this case, it's talking about like dying itself.
0: No, not not necess- I don't know how this works out because maybe like wait, read it again. <clears throat> read it again, but slower. Okay. A once living person. Who is made undead without passing through death.
2: Okay, hold on a second. Is there um in that whole sentence, is that one
0: paragraph or, or there are there um periods? It's not even a paragraph, it's like two it's two it's just two It's just two sentences? Yes, yeah, two sentences.
2: So read the first sentence. That's what I just
0: did. A, a once living person who was made undead without passing through death. Okay. So I mean would I mean would see I don't know, then would okay. vampires tie into that? Would zombies tie into that because wraiths also do.
1: It just a fluid, oh souls, or in some cases yeah. it just fluid from your skull. According to what I have here, they're like just under the reapers. Sorry, yeah. suck souls for the reapers. Let's see, I, that's another one I didn't
0: catch. I know in Supernatural they had their own version of uh, a wraith to The show, yeah, it they feeds had on
1: human brain <clears throat> fluids and can in, infect them with high doses of dopamine. Yeah, and with that the, spike, is they is had, But this. that's
0: actually because most of the
1: Supernatural stuff is actually
0: based on some sort of lore. Mm-hmm. So there is. This is how I found out. This one was that like. They're some sort of creature, but they're not technically, like, creature, they yeah. they just became undead. So maybe, like, I guess a zombie, if you don't die. Well, seems with those zombies, you die, then you become a zombie. Yep. Vampire, you're brought to the brink of death, but do you die before you turn? See, that's, so there's a, it's a broad spectrum. Definitely. That was kind of the weird thing about this topic, like, nobody could really
1: pinpoint,
0: pinpoint what exactly a wraith is, other than, you know, Lord of the Rings. It's like, well, oh, these ones, they uh, hunt down the ring. There we go. That's a wraith. It's a clouded, shrouded creature that uh, hunts down the, the ring. It's
2: and the it's, fun- ring and, and it's funny because each each culture has their own take on what a wraith is.
0: Yeah, it's very similar to, um like, pixies and fairies, actually, especially mm-hmm. in the European area. Because, like, some places it's good, some places it's bad. So now places- if
2: these so now if these creatures really did exist, per se, um, and there's so many
0: stories about them. How would you know what's what unless you actually saw it? Well, I guess that's kind of what it is. I mean, it's like anything. It's it's similar to your Mongolian death word, which we'll get into because there's like, but that one's a little stranger because a lot of the confl- or there's not a lot of conflict in, in description of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, with race, though, each culture has different beliefs on it. Same same thing with fairies and you know pixies. You know, like
1: in mm-hmm. Ireland, <clears throat> fairies and stuff are like evil. They're you don't want to be part of them. Yeah, the best thing to do <clears throat> is stay positive for the ones that are over here, since we believe in the ones that, like, will kill you, as opposed to Scottish, which is just, like... Wow, oh, if
0: I bought a friendly leprechaun that
1: wanted to give me his pot of gold, I think I'd be okay. If it. If not, according to this, some of the legends is that, uh, like, once it hits 12 a.m., the next day, you're safe.
0: There, See, there's there's actually... What's 12 a.m.? Um, it, well, yeah, it's the it's next a turning, day. It's the dawning of a new day, basically. Oh not using the, the literal term of dawn but yeah, it's like a new day's beginning so 1201 technically would be mm-hmm. there, there's something similar that does that though, and it's a certain type of it is a certain type of creature that if you see you have to like stay up we should try to figure out what this is oh, yeah. I
1: thought I it was the Wraith
2: this is kind of irrelevant. today's the 25th anniversary my test tube was picked out
0: huh? <laughs> So are you are you on, are are you on a paranormal podcast kind of telling us you're part of a paranormal experiment? Maybe I'm not saying it's I'm aliens, but with you, aliens,
2: it's a test tube baby. That's why I'm missing half a digit.
0: I don't think that's really what it is, is it? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, maybe <clears throat> all searching for answers. But uh,
1: the story. Rafe is one of the ones that you're that you're thinking of. Staying yeah, up. no, but there's something but else. Banshees? No, wasn't no, no. No. Banshee. banshees? Was it a type of oni?
0: that you uh, had to like you had to stay if you saw it you had to stay until midnight or if you no we were talking about this I no it was something else if you summon it, the name of it it was with witchcraft or something if you summon it you have to oh. stay up till a certain hour and then you'll be fine I can't remember the damn
2: name of it yeah
0: I see this is what I'm talking about Like, but we're tying it together with rates. we gotta figure out what that is eventually um I, there wasn't like I said there wasn't a lot on rates. I mean I got there wasn't a lot on um dreamwalkers either really which I guess could be the next topic Okay. Um, you have anything else to say or add to uh, wraiths here? I mean, I
2: think I mean based on the research that I've done. To me, I think a wraith is just the like your you know, like seeing your like, I don't know, see, like seeing yourself in a way like I don't know how to explain it. My interpretation of a wraith is is that of
0: um, maybe seeing yourself before you die of how. Well, see, that's weird, because I didn't see anything about seeing yourself. What I came across was everybody, you, it was somebody you knew or you were close with, you know, that would, uh, that would, um, <laughs> that were either dead or get ready to
1: die or, or have died. Uh, but it, yeah, that, yeah, the exact likeness of a living person seen usually just before death. Yeah. So maybe
0: you can see yourself.
1: But that kind of fits a doppelganger because if you see your own doppelganger, that means like you're cursed, imminent doom.
0: Or, you know, weird. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I had a weird theory because going back to the whole belief of possibilities on string theory and stuff like this, they say like they have that old saying like during times of death, like the veil's real thin. You know, like that. Mm-hmm. Are there certain moments where the veil's real thin? What if you're actually seeing? If you do see yourself, are you seeing that loved one die, or that you know, you know, before they die, or? Shortly after. What if you're seeing into a parallel What if you're seeing into another dimension? And they're still alive there, but they're going to look kind of weird because you're seeing through like a terror in the universe. So you can't, our minds won't be able to comprehend something like that. Um, It's just like a a theory based on string theory. It doesn't mean I believe it, but uh, I mean, what what do you guys think? You believe in wraiths?
1: I mean, honestly, it's one of those things that it's kind of hard to actually say.
0: Well, you can't really, yeah, actually, you can't really say. Yes or no? Because if you do believe in paranormal and the ghosts, you kind of have to believe in wraiths, Because Scottish term for it was basically Ghost. ghosts <laughs> or spirits. Yeah. So
1: one way, term. one way to get rid of the ones that are bad too, besides staying up, taking a anyway, tamponel, cutting its head off with a blade. It was actually so it takes physical form.
2: Well, it was actually um, first used in uh, English text in fifteen thirteen. Yeah, translated to uh, Virgil's. I can't pronounce what that. What is it? What is it? By Gavin Douglas, the Scotsman used the race to name apparitions of both the dead and the living.
0: Okay. Oh, see, so they're between they're between, between veils, veils, basically. They're between death and living. So they're undead. Like that. That goes with the one I found undead, but didn't pass through death. Yep. So they're still kind of so like a ghoul. Yes. I think a ghoul would fall into that, right?
2: Um, which so, so, if you saw, let's say, uh, a, a physical manifestation of yourself, would you be considered a ghoul?
0: No, because if you saw your physical, you're not seeing like a physical form of your... That would be a doppelganger. That would be a doppelganger. Most likely, would be a doppelganger. If you're seeing an apparition of yourself or somebody that you love, chances are, and it's it's pale, they're like kind of you know like fading out, and it's kind of like thinner than normal, or looks kind of sickly. That's the that's the apparitional form of a wraith. Mm. If you're seeing a physical form, chances are it's a ghoul or possibly a zombie. I'm not sure what the technicalities are going to be there, but chances are it's going to try to want to eat your brain, so you might want to just stay away from it. <laughs> or at least the brain fluid, you know, and the fluid in your spinal column. So sort
1: of like with Supernatural, make sure you have a silver blade.
0: Yeah, or it's going to
1: stick a spike about six, seven inches
0: into your head yep. and then suck out the goodness like a Twinkie. You're like a human Twinkie at that point. But but you will see some amazing things while it happens because they feed you with dopamine if you go on the supernatural wiki. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think that's pretty much we. wow, we covered a uh, topic in 13 minutes.
1: Yep, <laughs>
0: we're getting more professional.
1: In needles. Uh, so anything else you want to add, Christian? No, not really. I mean, I've pretty much covered a lot. I mean, obviously, let's see. Got that seen after death can also oh they can also be seen after death too. Well,
0: yeah, that's what you know. Like shortly after death, you can see somebody else. Yep. Yeah. So basically, cause to... if you die, so look, if you're a person that doesn't go towards the light, then that that, that falls under a different belief. than, like, say you you know you go to limbo, that basically means like if you don't go towards that light, you will become a wraith, is what it is, because you didn't go mm-hmm. fully through death, because you didn't go towards the light. So, so that right. means you're still.
2: Then, if that's the case, then if you go into a place that's haunted.
0: Would it be haunted by a race? Well, technically, yes, because it falls under the Scottish... You Scottish term. Scottish Yeah, so... Okay, so... I think they uh, they got us with this one. Because, it, like, it's a bronze... It's a very broad spectrum. Yeah. Like, it could be physical. It could be physical. You can kill it with a knife. Or, or cut its head off. Silver blade. Uh, but if it's not physical, can it still be, like... Can you do it still, like, salted? Like, you know, how's that? Like, like, oh, yeah. If
1: Probably. you shoot it with
0: rock salt, that's a thing. Is that really going to work? Um... So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of information, but not a lot of information of Wraiths. That's the weird thing. There's not like lots of, I mean, there's lots of stories because they're ghost stories. Mm-hmm. But there's not like definitive, this is what a Wraith is. Right. It's more of a broad term that's been given different definitions. It's also a Rolls-Royce <laughs> vehicle, which came up quite often when I did research. And yes, yes yeah, I would love a Rolls-Royce, especially the Wraith, because it does look pretty awesome. But I can't <laughs> afford that. You guys make that happen. Get on the get on the financing of everything. Well, whoever donates money for me to get a Rolls Royce Wraith. That's kind of a tongue twister. I'll take you for a ride. You can sit shotgun.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so I guess with that said, we can move on to topic number two. We'll save the best for last because I did get some cool things on the Mongolian Death Worm. That could have already debunked it. But actually, as somebody that's into reptiles, I think you'll appreciate. Um, a worm is not a reptile. I will get to that. And you will you will enjoy that whole thing. I promise you. So the next topic is Dreamwalkers. Um, is. What did you get on Dreamwalkers? I've never seen a coffee explode. That's because it has monster in it. Oh, yeah, it's At least a beast! You can't say that name on It has cookies, monster stuffs in it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Dreamwalkers, Christian, what did you come up with?
1: Uh, In shamanism, a dreamwalker is someone who works with dreams and travels to other worlds for the purpose of giving information that can help the shaman, or the other person, or several other people, or like I said, the entire group or tribe. This kind of goes back to something we were already talking about. Um,
0: it's, It deals with uh, basically projecting mental images into people's heads mm-hmm. to kind of manipulate them and remote viewing it was it ties into remote viewing of. which also when i was reading that paragraph because that's the only paragraph i could find that like was anything remotely close to dreamwalkers other than like a band and some people that make oh there's a lot of songs named dreamwalker it's a weird thing um i uh yeah. I, I started thinking about that movie again you know uh, how to or how to kill goats or staring at goats or whatever oh, no, staring at, yeah and um I did. There was a lot of like. I felt like I was like. That's kind of what this is because.
1: Yeah, since it involves lucid dreaming. It
0: does involve lucid dreaming, and uh, if you can master that, you're a dream walker, apparently. But in shamanism, or being a shaman that deals with it, or even mediums, mediums claim to be dream walkers too. You can go into somebody's dream while they're asleep. You both have to be asleep. I'm assuming. Wow, that worked. Didn't really give me an explanation.
2: Would you put lucid dreaming in the same category as astral projection?
0: No, because lucid dreaming is within yourself astral projections means you're projecting. Mm-hmm. So, like, basically, if somebody woke up and saw you at the end of the bed, they're either seeing a wraith, <laughs> tying it tying it all back in. They're either seeing a wraith, or if it's like, like you, like it looks just like you, but it's kind of like, you know, see through or transparent. You know, or if you're in a dream, yeah, you can astral project into other people's dreams. So, like, I guess, yeah, dream walking does, yeah, because it like, um, not yourself. <laughs>
1: if you're lucid dreaming
0: for yourself, and no, yeah,
1: it would help uh, when you're like. Travel into other dreams it's to help give advice yeah. or spiritual assistance. Because there was a there was a really and it's really dated and old. It had to be from like the
0: 30s or 40s. This documentary I found on YouTube, and it's just like the audio is because so, it's so old, the audio is so bad you can barely make out what anybody's saying. But what I gathered is from what it said was pretty much everybody has their mind made up. You know, like once once it's made up, there's no changing it. Like you can't be like, oh, I'm gonna change your mind. You can't. But however, through this through dream walking, you can alter people's perception and basically manipulate their uh, their mind because it's internal. So they mm-hmm. see it as, "Oh, this is what it's telling me." And they say that dreamwalkers, the whole idea for them being there—is to give advice for oh, you know go. when you have like a dream and your teeth falling out, yeah. and you freak out because you're like, "Oh, my teeth are falling out!" It doesn't mean your teeth are falling out. There's always a subconscious level to that dream that you have to explain, but you can't explain it because you know human mind doesn't really. Function that way you don't you don't see dreams for what they are
2: well that's like um if you're dreaming about something so vividly that like if you were to get injured or hurt in a way
0: you wake up and you actually feel it sometimes yeah because actually there was a there was kind of something that ties yes. in the mongolian death worm that deals with that too which i thought was funny because everything we do seems to
1: yeah. topic wise seems to jump back and forth between yeah, and we've can, been
2: talking about that for a while too we have definitely
1: yeah, I mean, same with Dreamwalkers. They've been around for centuries.
0: Yeah, well, Mongolian Death Worm is ah uh, one of the earliest. Re- I mean, they, they they're talking like thousands of years at these uh, nomads, but we're not on that topic. <laughs>
1: we'll get it. We'll get to it. Yeah, Cause cause it was- dreamwalkers can also uh, travel like through time, essentially, and uh, different parts of reality, dimensions, essentially. Yeah, basically, just like in supernatural. It's, yeah, it's almost like so time thing. Yes,
0: it's Rick. That's funny. That's kind of uh, that's interesting. Um, that makes me. That kind of makes me wonder because I've never dealt with it, but I have seen people in my
1: dreams that, that, that those people would
0: have told me, "Oh, like I had a dream about you last night." It's like, huh?
1: yeah. From what, some like from what it says that I've gathered from most like people that claim to be dream walkers or are dream walkers tend to hide their identity though. So you're not can, like so you, showing that Well, yeah, because you. you're gonna, you're, yeah, you're to you're gonna
0: want to mask yourself, which means you have to actually master who's mm-hmm. in dreaming. Because even I believe in anybody else's thing, you still have to be able to know that it's a dream. Yep. And be able to manipulate the time, like the space. Well, technically, the space and time within that realm. Indeed. Oh, his gears are moving. He's got something. He's thinking of something. He's coming towards the home stretch. Yeah. Repeat what you said. Which part? The just like
2: j- what you with lucid dreaming yeah like lucid dreaming
0: with lucid dreaming you have to know that it's a dream so with like if you fall asleep you have to figure out a way okay you remember that movie, um, Looper no not Looper Looper's is about time Inception? travel there we go Inception Inception is pretty much Dreamwalkers yeah. you know that thing with the totem yeah that's a real thing like lucid dreamers have to have some sort of object that they know that when they see it in their dream. They know it's a dream. So, like, uh, say you, like, train yourself, like, I'm going to fall asleep, I'm going to fall asleep. If I see a red ball, mm-hmm. it's a dream. That will, a- that will and over time, training yourself to enable you to basically dictate what happens in your dreams. You can do whatever you want once you become, like, a lucid dreamer. Like, you can alter and change anything in your dreams. And it will actually help you free and clear your mind with certain things, I guess, because you'll be able to kind of not manipulate in your own mind, but kind of clear up what the dream means. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you can get to the root of what it is.
2: It's like um, it was, it's like some
0: say that um, when you dream, everything in your dream has a meaning. Exactly. Yes. But with lucid dreaming, you're able to control, yeah, you're able to control and then figure out what it means. Yeah. Basically, you're becoming an inner psychic. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I guess, with yourself, I can kind of believe because it's yourself, but I'm not saying I believe in psychics or dreamwalkers.
1: Yeah, uh, and if you have a... Um a uh, shoot what is it? A neph- Nephilim? A Nephilim? Mm-hmm. You mean well, Like the half angel, half, half human angel, creatures? Ne- yes. You can actually in a walker, and a Dreamwalker and supernatural, they can you can travel you can use them to travel through different dimensions. Oh uh, we're not
0: getting into super that's not real. That's clearly a fictitious show. But we gotta some try people, to stay factual. We
1: are trying to stay factual, but some people Yeah, that's not have even said, what Nephilim are in that show. Nephilim but, are
0: like twelve to fourteen foot beings. That are love children between <laughs> angels and
1: humans, and that's why the first apocalypse supposedly happened. But yeah, I mean, that's uh, one thing that some Dreamwalkers believe, and stuff like that that okay. could happen. Uh, maybe I don't know. Like, like we, we we don't know a lot. I kind of feel like I love supernatural, but I kind
0: of feel some people like the younger, more not so much their audience mm-hmm. is Like I can do that stuff. I know it's real. I'm I go, I'm a I'm a I'm a psychic now. I see the same stuff
2: From from a little bit of research That I was doing on dreams It's dreams themselves I know that Like I was reading about how If you have a dream where You're falling And um You see the ground And supposedly Supposedly Um When you're falling And you hit the ground You're supposedly
0: You you supposedly gain A new emotion (laughs) Yeah you know what that emotion is? Mm. Uh Pretty much realizing bullshit (laughs) you're <laughs> calling bullshit. It's a great emotion to have. No, I, I had a theory about that too. It ties into string theory. If you die in your dream, it's you dying in another universe and you're waking up in yourself. That yeah. makes sense? You know? Because, like, I don't know if you've ever had, like, what I call a memory bleeding. It's sort of to, like, the uh, Mandela effect stuff, but, like, more personal. Right. Like, you've you can you've remembered something so, so vividly, and then you have one of these dreams <clears> where, like, you die, but then, like, You'll start to remember things again later on, and it's like, wait a minute. Maybe
2: maybe dreams are our subconscious way of trying to remember our past lives.
1: But, mm-hmm. Or or it could be, too,
0: that your uh, well, other
1: self could be a
0: dreamwalker. You gotta remember, though, with past lives, if you go on the whole string theory, the fucking... Oops, sorry. got to bleep that one out. Sorry. Right. I got excited, because it's... Beep, beep, the, the, the theory of, like, time and space is that time's not fluid, so in other dimensions, time wouldn't necessarily be, like you and me are having this conversation right now. Mm-hmm. And you and me could be having this conversation in the 1800s at a bar or a saloon, and somebody could be walking into the, this bar right now and be like, you took my gold and like put a bullet in the back of your head, and then that would be the end of you, and you could have that dream tonight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you do, that's me actually kind of dream-walking you, but like <laughs> subconsciously, you know, I'm not actually in there. But, realistically, you got to think of it that way, which would mean past lives, yes, do exist, because through string theory, that's all possible. Because your mind might see things differently. You wouldn't, you know, like if you look at, uh, say like mushrooms, I know this is going to sound really weird, I don't mean those types of mushrooms, <laughs> in forests with fungi that are attached to you know, like trees and, and organisms around it. Now if you kill one type of fungus in a, in, in a, uh, in a forest, it could kill not only that fungus, the trees around it, but it can also network through and destroy that same type of fungus on the other side of that forest. What a fun effect. Similar, yeah, but it's not changing time at that point. That's just like I'm just saying subconsciously in ourselves like if string theory is possible, we all have to be connected because the whole idea of string theory is if you make if you make a, a you know a choice or a move or a mistake, it alters and the only way that it works is it has to branch off and split, you know, like a neurosystem mm-hmm. system or like a you know like a network. And it's always going to be infinite. And there's always going to keep it's always going to keep going and branching out. So if time is not relative or you know um, fluid, you you could be right now, like you and me could be having this conversation in the 1920s. I mean, hell, he could be Asian. I remember, when, I remember, when,
2: I remember when we were talking about this, and you said you and me are having a conversation like this in the civil in a civil war campground. Yeah, at mm-hmm. a campfire.
0: You and me could be sitting out like during a is fire, sitting in a campfire, and be like, so what do you think of blah 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 blah. And we could be having the same exact conversation. Then our choices dictate what happens in that realm, and it branches off. So, like, dreamwalkers, I mean, like, that's the case. I I can see where the time-traveling thing works, Mm -hmm. because that means they can go to any of your personalities, Mm -hmm. and they can see through other dimensions. Right. If that is all what is actually happening. Now, if people can prove that, I think that'd be the most dangerous weapon ever. Like, if you could weaponize, like,
1: dreamwalking, if it's a real thing and you can actually go to other places in time and space? That's probably what, that, that's what they were trying to do, similar to what we were talking about in that episode, I think. two yeah, or With remote viewing? With remote I think it was three or four, but yeah. You think, I mean, that's,
2: you, you think that's like... Um, it's almost like going back in time and trying to change something. But if you changed something, that could also have a drastic effect on your future, per se. Like, for example, if you went back in time, like, if you, if you could go back in time to any point in your life, and if you were to change that one thing, that one little thing, it could it could change your whole entire future.
0: No. No. With string theory, it would not. With string theory, what would happen is that if you had a way to get back to your current time, you would have changed it for another dimension. It would have caused another branch off, a separate a separate idea or entity. Or not entity, but you know, separate de- ideal or path. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could change your mind, but it would change that person's future, not yours. Because you'd come back, and everything would still be the same. That's what they're saying is like the most possible or plausible explanation. If it is all actual, you know, actually a thing, then uh, that's what could be happening. Is like if you go back, say you go back and kill Hitler, right? So like you come back here, the Nazis thing still happened, Hitler's still a thing in history, and. He's dead and gone and for the better he's dead and gone and uh, but in another dimension he could become like a famous painter and everything could have changed and you know but that doesn't mean something else isn't going to alter it to where it would come back and right. have something else take its place. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of say like you replace one evil with a you re- if you take a, take out something that's evil it will replace with another evil or something similar to that. And that's kind of like what it is. Yeah, it in string nice. theory everything has to like everything it can, can branch long, off but it has to equal itself out in some way or form so like in one way you could be super rich right but and there could be thousands of you in different dimensions that are super rich but there would be different reasons for them to be super rich different choices they'd make however that means there's thousands upon thousands or you know infinite parts of you that are poor and you know and then there's that center line there's that center line of you you're just making enough money to get by so there's different (laughs) everything you do has to equal out To act, what is it? To every action, there has to, to be equal
1: and opposite, opposite reaction.
2: reaction. We swim in the same oceans, but wait. Oh, hold on. Is that
1: Newton? We swim in different oceans, but yeah, land on the same shore. Was it? Was it Newton that said that? Newton or Einstein? I think it was Einstein.
0: Or, yeah. He has a theory of relativity. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah.
1: Well, relativity is E equals M C squared. Isaac Newton. Is it Isaac Newton? So yeah. So we. We'll
0: no, 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 no. It's not. It's not either of them. I don't think. Ah, there's, it's not Murphy's Law, is it? No, that's Mur- Murphy's Law is if anything can go bad, it will go bad. Right. Ah, so many like, of these, Let's take it a second, folks. We're good on time. Um, what, what were you saying with the, the ocean thing? Um, We swim in different oceans, but land on the same shore. I can see that.
2: Yeah, seriously. That was a
0: Bioshock reference, by the way. Which also, which also deals with strength here. Not to, mm-hmm. no spoiler. I don't think anybody. Well, there might be people listening to us that listen, that play Bioshock, but yeah, that's a great. There's game. always a watchtower.
2: There's always a lighthouse. There's always a man. Oh, that's
0: what it is. Lighthouse. I'm sorry, I thought it was a watchtower. But yeah. mm-hmm. I'm thinking Jimmy to know. Always an underwater city. <laughs> I wish, dude. It'd be awesome to find Rapture. That game itself was insane, though. But that's All cool. three of
2: them. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, the second was okay. But... The DLCs, though. I haven't played the DLCs for uh, Infinite. Infinite's my favorite one. I get, I get, I get a lot of heat for that. Okay. It was like the, what the first one's so good. I'm like, it is. I'm
2: surprised I'm surprised you didn't read
0: the book. There's books. I didn't had another with books. There's one.
2: Yeah, Bioshock it covers yeah. the first and the first. It covers the first and the second games.
1: Uh, yeah, it's uh, Newton's third law. Yeah, Newton oh, look, it is.
0: It? Huh. Very interesting. So, I mean, with that being said, I mean, the like Dreamwalkers, like I said, if, if able to be weaponized... Whew. Well, I mean... You know how scary warfare would be at that point?
1: Native uh, Americans believed that? in it heavily.
0: Yeah. Um, they did, uh... I'm pretty sure there's a lot of cultures that probably tie into it. Yeah. Uh, I want to well, say well, Egyptian
1: shamanism. So, well, I think yeah. Egyptian Egyptians, beliefs had that yeah. too.
0: Um, I think you learn about that in uh, oddly enough in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. You learn about you know with the whole um, Hawkman and Hawk Girl situation. Oh, yes, yes. With you know Amun Ra or whatever his name was that uh, ended up becoming Amun um, Ra. <laughs> no, it's it's a certain character that he becomes. Oh, yeah, it's not um, Damien Dark. It's no, uh, it's oh my god! Um, it's on the tip of my only tongue. He's he was such a good villain in that too. He was so good in that show. By the way, if you like things that deal with time travel, but actually don't mind like the Back to the Future version where Randall Savage. Rand, Randall Savage. Rand, 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 that's not Randall not Savage. <laughs> Randall Savage. Oh yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah. So it's something Savage. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm doing a lot of ums here because you're like trying to look something up <laughs> no problem Take your by the time. way when yeah, I say um a lot Vandal, yeah, Vandal Savage. Savage what you mean v- what time traveling mean Vandal Savage so uh if you like time travel stuff uh, and other things like that but more into the simplistic things such as Back to the Future where like it'll just alter things but can also destroy the universe if you see yourself watch Legends of Tomorrow it's an awesome show about time travel with superheroes Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of dreamwalkers because there's a dreamwalker among them too John Constantine can do it
1: yes, yes he can because
0: he had to do it for Sarah that one time mm-hmm. which was a great episode of Arrow um, we're kind of digressing there uh, <laughs> sorry, lots of ums, ums I'm just trying to get it back on topic we had a pretty good show so far we're only 35 minutes of 32 minutes of But I think we covered everything with Dreamwalkers unless you have something else to add to it or any other theories or possibilities.
1: Do you have anything to add to it, Patrick?
2: Mm, As far as Dreamwalkers go, I mean, I like the idea that if you can somehow master your mind and actually slip into somebody else's subconscious, per se.
0: Buddhism. I think that's another one. Like a Buddhist monk's can... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Buddhist monks can lucid dream and stuff like that. You'd have to be really, like, at one with yourself, which would come with yeah. Like Buddhism, Buddhism is the whole yeah. becoming one with thyself and becoming whole.
2: That's a lot of practice too.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, you get know, those guys; they'll sit there and meditate for hours, and that's after they sit there and do crazy exercises. To they, they don't just you know. A lot of dream walkers, I would think, or psychics, would just sit around and like meditate and try to figure out how to train the brain. Mm-hmm. Buddhist monks, they, they're physical and mental. They train in the morning from early dawn to, you know, certain part of the day, have lunch, then you'll meditate, and then they'll go back to doing physical training, and then just, they repeat. There's a there's this one, I think he was a Buddhist monk in Tibet. Might have been China. No, that, that's weird, because people think he's still alive. That's the crazy thing, and there's kind of like hints that he might still be alive. Which is really weird, because if he wakes up, he'll look ugly. Don't mean that in a bad way. He's not looking too good. I mean, he's mummified, but he's still kind of... And then, dude, all he did was went into a trance. There's no physical, scientific reason that he should have been mummified. Mm-hmm. That I know of. Because all he did was sat down and started meditating. And boom. And boom. And he's been pretty much well-preserved forever. Well, not forever. But... And, uh... You have this one that, to train physically... Um... Because he kept the same path to train himself.
1: hmm
0: The wood floors, every morning from where his bed was, they started seeing... He was digging footprints just by stepping down over and over and over again every day. Same pattern. Over and over again for his entire life. Over and over and over again. So you started to see, like, footprints burrow into the wall or burrow into the floor. You could see where he would, like, practice, like, one-inch punches and stuff like that. You know, just where you point pretty much like a block of wood. Mm-hmm. Or in his case was like, he would do it downward. Right. You pretty much put your fingers like this, where they're pointed out, hands straight. You curl up into a fist, keep the same length, and punch down. And he would do this every day for like a thousand times into this hard, this this really hard wood, and you would see his knuckles imprinted in there, in in the wood and stuff. So they train themselves physically, but to handle that kind of pain,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't care who you are, if you're a normal person, if you're going to sit there and punch something a thousand times a day, over and over and over again, yeah, your your, your hands are going to callous up, but that's still going to hurt really bad. So you have to, so, so to be a Shaolin monk and a Buddhist monk, you have to, the Buddhist monks not not, not much, but the Shaolin monks you have to like. Train yourself both physically and mentally. Because oh, both train themselves mentally and physically. That's mm, true. Shaolin monks are Buddhists,
2: I no. believe by belief. So. I think Shaolin are more disciplined than maybe Buddhists.
0: Ooh ha! Every little blind man trying to drive a Lamborghini. Lever- lever- um. I guess that's all I got. I mean, somebody's dreamwalking right now, apparently. Indeed. Over here, our special guest, Tristan, over here snoring. Over here on the couch. Um, sounded like a motorcycle. Brrr. So, dreamwalkers, anything else? Anything else, Christian? You got to add for dreamwalkers before I close out that topic. And we move on to the more
1: interesting... Well, not more interesting, but what I have the most information on. Let's see. Where they are dreaming? No, no. I mean, we pretty much covered everything. Each culture has their own version, just like everything else in the world. But somehow, it's always somewhat consistent. Version, yeah, ver- version of the war- lore. While some have similarities, there are also major differences. Another lore: it's possible to walk within other people's dreams, which we already said, but not affect anything. In other cases, it is possible to manipulate or even kill Ooh. people. What? kill within the dream See that would be dude that would be so
0: scary weaponized mm-hmm. think about that especially if it's dimensional we're like oh we found out there's a problem yeah, it's dimensional. similar
1: dimension. to like Freddy Krueger
0: oh dude wow so Freddy Krueger is a dreamwalker mm-hmm. would he be a I wonder if he'd be a wraith
1: it's possible since he is technically dead but he's not completely he's not dead not dead
0: dead did he die die I don't
1: know the crow the crow would be a wraith Though, because he died. Died. Yeah, he died. Died, but came back. He took so a swan. He's more died. Like a zombieish.
0: Man, wasn't a zombie though, so,
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, a real zombie though, like from Voodoo and Hoodoo. You're not like all brain dead. Like you don't like try to eat people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just being controlled. That's by That's true. If you see the movie Serpent, the Rainbow Zombie Powder will make you just like blindly like. Follow whoever's telling me. The
0: original, uh, the first zombie movie was actually about basically a zombie powder type deal. It wasn't like like George George A. Romero is the one that started that. Mm-hmm. Like that before him, there was no zombie zombie. There was just like like like, yes. like 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 ghoulish. I
2: don't know if it's actually called that. It it might be uh, zombie dust that might not be yeah. the zombie is powder. It? Zombie is dust is
0: again. It's uh, I believe down in Haiti, it's a du- actually it's not what people think it is. Uh, a lot of the time now, it's used to just kill somebody. I did know somebody that had a brother that lived down in Haiti that yeah. got just sitting in his car. Some lady walked up to his car window and just blew this dust in his face. Next thing you know, he's in a coma.
2: Yeah. like It, like, wipes your memory completely.
0: Yeah, he doesn't. He just remembers some lady. That's it. He's, he luckily survived. They thought he was going to die, but he did survive. Yeah you know that's good but I mean that's not exactly what zombie powder was originally So, (laughs) if there's a zombie, like the original zombie powder supposedly allowed you to control whoever was under its influence which I mean thank god Jeffrey Dobber never mastered the art of zombie powder (laughs) because he'd probably still be kicking uh uh, uh. Uh oh somebody's coming to Wraith
2: (laughs) I was Uh yawning
0: alright so I think that's all for this for that one um
1: time for the Magullian Death one
0: now for the things that Burt Gummer has made a... Pretty much a career out of uh, killing <coughs> For uh, for a long time now. I think over a decade. Tremors? Yeah. Oh. Tremors. It's pretty much what they are. That's what I... Mongolian Death is from the legends I saw. Pretty much Tremors. Pretty much trimmers, Except until you get into the weird thing that there is a realistic description of them based on the legendary description of them. Which is really strange because most things don't have both. Hmm. You know? They don't have like oh, it's really not, like, eight feet wide and giant. There's some people that believe it it comes up the surface of the sand and forms this bubble and, like, like, pretty much just, like, ejects this venomous acid rain of poison. Like, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. Scary enough. But that would have to be really large. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you get on? Because this was your topic that you chose. What Um, did you get on?
2: Well... I know that, according to legend, um, the Mongolian deathworm, or which people called... uh, I'm probably going
0: to butcher... Orgoi Korkui. Yeah. Korkui. That. It's Korkui, because it's got the double double on it. It was able
2: to kill in, like, several ways, uh, including... Aside from spitting corrosive venom. Yes. And if that didn't do the trick, it had a weird ability of electrocution
0: not only just electrocution but some people believed it could spit out that too like it could spit yeah. out pretty much an electrical current yeah
2: like um like a moray eel but in yes. the desert
0: exactly which kind of makes sense if nobody actually died from it but they're supposed to they died on it but you gotta remember legends get exaggerated yeah um it is possible for something scaly in the desert that's friction causing on sand could actually build up a, an electrical current not to the extent of you know, but more like if I'm sh- if I'm shuffling across the carpet, I'm just like <laughs> and I zap you. You know, static shock. That could be a thing. Uh, but yeah, some people believe that this thing's like the real life first world Pokemon or first Pokemon of the world, not first world Pokemon, first Pokemon <laughs> of the world, basically, and can kill you in many different ways. Uh, some of them believe that they're big enough to kill large mammals in two bites. Even though most of the descriptions I caught were a little bit smaller than that. Right. Um, At least three feet. Yeah, I got I got around two two to five feet was the you know the the main but some people believe that these are you know giant beast creatures like tremors where they're you know fourteen fifteen feet long they travel under you know the desert and you can see the you can see the rip they that's pretty much what tremors got the idea from I think <laughs> that whole situation. Yeah, what, what I don't understand that dude dude uses all, the same thing
2: of all the stuff that I read about it why Mengo- why Mongolia.
0: Um, I'll tell you what, because the Gobi Desert's there and the Gobi Desert's so massive and so hard to uh, explore terrain that it's almost impossible to you know, come across anything there. There could still be whole structures and possibly small, like intact, not civilizations but, you know, still things there from when it was a little bit easier to live in. because oh, yeah. You know, different changes in certain... Uh, that, uh I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe things like the, uh those lost libraries they speak about, you know, that supposedly <coughs> burned down or doesn't exist, the velocity of this and that couldn't be in the Gobi Desert. Imagine how people
2: navigated a desert as massive as the Gobi.
0: Oh, not only that, but they navigated in the 1920s and stuff, and even before that. You have nomads that do nothing but travel like the outskirts of this desert. That's insane. And they live. In, and even in nighttime. At nighttime, I'm sure it gets, I didn't check the climate, but I'm sure like any desert, it gets freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's it's just like if you go to if you go to Arizona oh, or huge not Arizona if you go to, yeah Nevada it, it's you're baking hot in the day but at night you're freezing your yeah it's uh, almost below freezing yeah which you know brought you to that point you were talking about earlier that uh, you know you know with worms now what were you saying about worms oh like
2: when you think of worm. Like what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Slimy. Like dirt. Like the first. To me, when I think of when somebody says worm, my my immediate thought my immediate thought is dirt, uh, mud. Well, sand. Sand. Well, not. I don't
0: well, you yeah, okay? The sand. So most encounters of this worm do happen pretty much right after rainfall. They've noticed that there is a there. They say that a lot of like, const, like most of the common. Um, Sightings. Sightings. Uh, happened after rainfall. That's going to be part of the legend. There is a weird thing though with this legend, as I was saying at the beginning of the show. These get described so close to each other for the most part, with a you know few renegade ones. They get described so close, to, or close to each other that it's just hard to believe that it's not something that's actually there. Mm-hmm. Um, like in nineteen twenty one, I believe. Oh no, that's right. It's nineteen twenty two. The prime minister uh, said, "It is shaped like a sausage, but two feet long. has no legs, has no legs nor feet, and it is so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. It resides in the the you know the most harshest parts of the you know mm-hmm. the, the Gobi Desert. Um,
2: what does it even eat?
0: What does it eat? Uh, it's funny you should say that because I did find its dietary." Um, requirements i guess uh apparently it feeds on rodents yeah i know i know it's weird but you gotta remember in those deserts there are oasises and stuff like that oh yeah so there is life very slim it does feed on larger mammals not like large large mammals but you know larger mammals maybe the deathworm is slowly wiping them out maybe um the belief of how it reproduces is really strange and kind of throws it out of the that have, throw it through way out of the park for me right now. <laughs> is that the sightings are that they're red? You know they're always red colored. It actually that that name translates to uh, intestinal worm or intestine worm. Yep,
2: yeah, red in red and colored or yeah. reddish color. Now, did
0: you find out how they reproduce? No. So they reproduce and get their color by well they mate, but they lay eggs within the within a camel. And then the worm hatches out of those eggs, eats its way out of the camel, and because it's eating the camel's insides, it's red.
1: Similar to, like, shrimp.
0: Or not shrimp. Similar to uh, flamingos that eat the brine shrimp. That's why flamingos are pink. Right. You can also dye the shrimp to be other colors. You can get blue flamingos and stuff like that. You just have to make them eat a lot of shrimp. Not (laughs) not even making this this a real thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think that's kind of what they're going for. Like, oh, yeah, no, it eats the inside of the camel, and it's red. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, because there's no dye in it brine shrimp produce a dye Right. you can alter the dye color but it doesn't, it, but it actually I don't know of a worm that produces some sort of colored dye so basically the dye is altered by the plankton the shrimp eats. The shrimp the shrimp is now a certain color that shrimp gets eaten by a flamingo turns that mm-hmm. color if it eats enough of them so yeah you can have blue, green, purple, red all these different types of colors of flamingos if you actually fed them in that way and changed and altered the shrimp I wouldn't recommend it, but it could happen. Uh, so it's kind of the same thing, I guess. So apparently, uh, camel intestine—if you eat it and if you eat enough of it—you're gonna turn red. Um, so yeah, be. then basically, it eats its way out of the camel and slithers its way into the sand and takes off. <laughs> and that's kind of strange to me.
2: <laughs> I mean, just the fact that
0: like it could potentially electrocute somebody from right?
2: over seven feet or five to seven feet.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's some strong shuffling across the carpet there. But as I was saying, now when you said, what do you think of worms? What do you think? Slimy, dirt? Well, you, well, the first thing that comes to my mind is dirt. Okay. And, and. What about the physical aspect of a worm?
2: Oh, I mean, slimy, small. Mm-hmm. Although there are worms that eat other worms. No, I
0: understand that. And I'm there not saying are, that. I'm saying. And some worms get the, big. The physical aspect of a worm. Have you ever seen a worm with scales? No. Okay. So here's the thing I was thinking of. So,
1: few of us
0: have. so with the static electricity aspect of things, realistically, if a scaly creature, say there's a worm with scales, is scurrying across the desert, mind you, everybody thinks snakes are slimy, but they're not. Mm-hmm. If it's going across the sand, it's creating friction. Which, in turn, could cause static electricity, but not the fact that it becomes a freaking Pikachu and can launch electricity seven feet. Like it can come up and be like, "Hi, I'm Mongolian deathworm. Worm. <laughs> have fun with the blue in your hair. It's now sticking to it." it like you know, that's pretty much what it is. Like, there's no way, unless it's a moray eel. Like, unless it's like not an moray eel, but an electric eel. If, it, if it's like it's that, impossible. Eel. But they need water to make the electricity a thing. What are you handing me? You have to get to that. See, I did my research. <laughs> trying to throw me off guard here. I even told you how these things reproduce. What you guys got? You, got, you guys got anything on this?
1: I think you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when right I heard the back. camel <laughs> thing, I was like,
0: that's weird. It crawls. I need to lay my eggs. I gotta find a camel. Slithers in through the mouth, apparently. Lays its eggs and leaves some other way and then lets the eggs hatch. And It's kind of gross. So the owner of this camel's got to see some weird <laughs> things going on. That's all I'm going to say. Like, <laughs> maybe it, it, maybe What is it doing dead. to my camel? Maybe it's dead. Maybe the owner's already dead. Maybe. Possibly. But I think the camel has to be alive. you really think a worm's going to go after something small? Something that's big that eats things? It's going to go after something smaller than the actual prey? Unless, unless it's like a snake with indeterminate growth that knows that it won't go after something... Oh, the word.
2: Or what if it... Or what if no, it... No, no, no. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, I just, I saw Mary Jane going for the door. No, oh,
2: what good. if it acts like a, um... <laughs> you know what, you, or if... Uh, that, uh, yeah, that, sorry. Um, you're familiar with Komodo dragons, right? Yes. What if it acted like that?
0: Where just eat anything it, it was, can? No, but it eat? was a worm.
2: Like, it, it kind of, like, fed off of, um... Whereas, wait, let me, let me rephrase that. When a Komodo dragon bites you... It tracks you based on your 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 smell. It's able to smell the the wound, mm-hmm. and it has very deadly bacteria, which makes it venomous. Mm-hmm. A Komodo dragon, not poisonous. People mistake venom and poison because they're two different things.
1: Okay.
0: So did you guys get any, like, I, I kind of went out of my way to find researchers for this one. Because I was like, oh! I mean, other than the, uh... Cause it, you know why? Because it reminded me of Trevor. Is like,
1: I gotta <laughs> find out. Gotta,
0: I'm gonna dig deep on this one. No pun intended.
1: I mean, personally, I didn't really get much, except for what you already okay. explained, and not... To so I guess I'll just... The, did you get anything else than what I've said so far? Or? Not to mention the thing that you're probably gonna describe here in a moment.
0: Alright, so, two things. Actually, we'll start off with Crypto E McDonald I can't... Uh, McCurl? My pen... Yeah, McCurl, I think. My pen kind of ran out and I had him... So I'm probably saying his name wrong. Can you double-check that real quick? Because I... You know, like we'd like to be accurate. So. Just look up Death Worm, Ian McCurl. I think it's McCurl. It looks like an R. I don't know anybody that would be a- Ian McKurl. So I'm saying it's McCurl, I think I'm right. You can change it afterwards. So, apparently he was warned And oddly, here we come back to this What did I mention in the dreamwalker thing Of people who are physically and Mentally You know, prime And have become one with themselves And the whole idea is to become one with themselves And probably could dreamwalk And, you know, train and train and train Buddhist monks
1: McCurley M-A-C-K-E-R-L-E
0: Okay, it's McCurley (laughs) Alright So Ian McCurl, who's a cryptozoologist right there, I kind of... I have an issue with saying this is an expert. I'm just giving every angle of a story that I can find, because I don't really believe that cryptozoologists are experts.
1: Well, he did help inspire Frank Herbert's dune.
0: Ian McCurl did? mm mm-hmm. oh, That's weird. I thought Ian McCurl was more recent. So, anyway, so Ian McCurl was warned by Buddhist monks about the supernatural evil that dwells within the worm. Apparently, the Buddhist monks believe that this worm contains some sort of evil spirit within it. Odd. Obviously. With that, that night, that very same night, he talked to Buddhist monks. He had a nightmare.
1: Oh wait, no, he was he was inspired by Frank Herberts. You know. Oh, of course, so, yeah, Cthulhuology. <coughs> I mean, we take <laughs> fiction and make it fact. <coughs> let's, I mean, let's be real here. Anything that
2: like. Shoots venom up to seven feet and is able to. While you're in the Gobi Desert, while Buddhist
0: monks are saying it's pure evil, yeah, I would see myself having yeah, a nightmare too. It
2: doesn't seem friendly.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I can see why that would pit. Like, not not saying the Buddhist monks dream walked him, <laughs> but like they told him not to go look for the worm. They pretty much told him not to go. Uh,
1: right. So Ian
0: McCurl was warned by Buddhist monks, and pretty much that night at his camp, I believe his son was there too. I could be wrong on that. He had nightmares. He woke up screaming in pain, and you know, people around him were like, "What happened?" Like, I had a nightmare. Then, when he got up, his kidney area on his backside was covered in welts and bruises. Uh, maybe he just got drunk and somebody kicked him a couple times to wake him up. Like, "You dead? Just wake up!" Then, would like started moving around. They're like, "Just run back to the other side of the camp." What's wrong, man? had a nightmare. See what I mean? There's possibilities. I'm debunking things as much as I can. So, yeah, he had all these welts on him. Left. He, his heart started failing the next day, so they left the expedition. Everything seemed fine. He got better. Um, <laughs> apparently, this worm hibernates all year. According to legend, hibernates all year except for June and July. Which, I don't remember it raining a lot in June and July in the deserts. So I, that kind of could I don't on the other side of the world. Uh, I'm Maybe. curious. But it's a desert. If it, I, mean, I don't know. June to July it seems like it would be summer. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. Seasons do change. Just,
2: like, know. does it rain in the daytime or the nighttime?
0: I know it rains down in Africa. And they're blessed. Hey. The rains down in Africa are blessed. We don't. That should be a topic on one of our shows, because who blesses the rains down in Africa? Toto. What is Toto? Is that an entity? Is it a being? Is it a Mongolian deathworm in uh, Africa that she's like? I'm gonna change my ways, man. I'm just gonna bless the rains. Uganda rain, right? huh? It's you not Uganda. It's not. It's Wakanda. Another you know way.
2: You can edit that part out.
0: No, I no, don't. It's fine. It, it'll because it's a it's a character from something. So, but all right. So, all right. So this is where this comes down to. Um, there was another cryptozoologist that this dude is like he's a prime expert in Bigfoot yeah I could be a oh no I'm sorry not Bigfoot it was he he led maybe this is the same guy I don't know he led the way he, he led the, he was pretty much a master of research for Loch Ness or for uh you know Nessie. yeah that's
1: Which, Ivan huh? yeah that's Ivan Ian? E- oh it's Ivan it's but, Ivan? Oh, I thought it said Ian hmm. <laughs> All right. um, oh yeah, that's that's the guy. The Loch Ness guy, too. Alright, so his thing, I'm kind of like... Ew! And then there was another one that was like...
0: Oh, nah, never mind. This guy's theory is kind of like batshit crazy, but kind of adds up. Here's another...
1: That. Huh? Uh, Destination Truth did a thing on it.
0: Did not know that either. We gotta see what Josh Gates says. Maybe we can write Josh Gates and be like, Hey Josh, can we use some footage from this? Maybe he'll let it. Because we're kind of like him, podcast-wise. We kind of crack the same sarcastic... Anyway, back to the story. Um, so this guy believed, and this is kind of true because, so under that, under that area's uh, military regime and government, which was, uh, I think it was a dictatorship or communism at that point, mm-hmm. pretty much was like, Yeah, you can't go out into the desert and search for this war. No, it's illegal. They actually criminalized looking for that war. Which is kind of weird. Like, why would you do that? Like, that sounds like a cover-up type deal. Well, maybe, or could they could have been trying to protect a dangerous space uh, in, in They could, or there. the fact that you know, oh, expeditions are going to cost money, so do yeah, you got to come closer to the mic, man.
2: I mean, but if that was the case, maybe there is a government conspiracy.
0: Maybe, but I, I mean, they're they're actual, and they were, but this guy, crypto well, I just can't always take them. It's great I assault. Mean. Even though that's kind of a paranormal thing to say, too grain of salt trip as well. I just paranormal anyway. <laughs> so to follow in his footsteps, I'm just, kidding. I'm just joking about the footsteps. Then he goes, so he. Oh, I see what you did there. They're big. <laughs> they're pretty big footsteps. This guy thinks this government has this conspiracy to keep this worm, and he thinks that they're secretly weaponizing them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not making this up, man. This guy thinks that they're secretly weaponizing these Mongolian deathworms. And his proof is well, they wouldn't let people search for the worm in the desert. But did you
2: get freaking? Did you get freaking Mongolian death worms with freaking laser beams on, on their foreheads?
0: The All I asked for was laser beams. You couldn't even give me that. <laughs> you found me. You found me. <laughs> so, this guy like this is the most nuts thing I saw. In the Mongolian death was like, jeez, this guy actually believes the government covered this up so he could. uh Pretty much uh, so they can weaponize them. Like what are they gonna do? Just airdrop them with their like yeah. they don't have they don't, they're gonna airdrop them on colonies and stuff? Okay. I say this and watch it happen tomorrow. i are gonna wake up like Mongolian deathworms are running rampant through New York City. Yeah, you're gonna airdrop <laughs> a to <laughs> <huge> three foot worm. <laughs> Two to five foot worm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. dumb. I mean if it shoots lightning. Right? You just get that riled up and true. shake it around and just throw it at somebody. You've got like it's like a grenade of snake or a grenade of worm. It's a worm grenade then you can reuse it over and over. Careful. And over. Careful what we gonna say cuz like Fortnite could watch. Now Fortnite's gonna have uh, a worm grenade,
1: probably already do.
0: No they do. <laughs> That's we're we're copywriting it. poor man's copyright. This is coming out before <laughs> Fortnite releases it so if they do we'd be like, "Hey, hey, we got proof uh, Matt mentioned worm grenade. Mongolian worm grenade." <laughs> like, "Why are you attacking me? we we've been pretty peaceful with you, Mongolia." <laughs> <laughs> what? And it brr. <laughs> 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 <"Rrr." laughs> Uh, alright, so, um, so what I came up with, let me, um, go ahead and, oh yeah, so, okay, there was one other thing. The Center for 14 Zoology, which is an actual legit zoology organization, yep. not crypto, actually put money into this, I guess. They covered 1,000 miles of the Kobe Desert to see if this word was in fact fact or fiction. They believe it was mainly local lore passed down by Mongolian nomads. Pretty much to scare children to keep them in line, keep them with the groups. Yeah, so they don't run off. Exactly. Because one of the actual legends is these nomads, there was a kid playing with a yellow ball, and he kicked the ball at the worm. The worm got agitated and killed it. Then the parents found out what the symptoms were because they saw the body of the kid and they rode off to hunt the worm and they got killed too, which makes me question who came back and told the tail of this. Yeah, really. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it's been around for a while. What is your theory on what the Mongolian Death is? I'll start with you first because I think hopefully you're getting some ideas and maybe hints that I've been dropping about what I believe it is.
1: Well, as far as what I believe it is, I believe it's... I don't... uh, Oh, wait,
0: wait, no. You already looked that up. That's not fair. That's not fair. We're skipping you. (laughs) We're skipping you because you just showed it to me on your phone so I know you know what I'm thinking. Because I have it, and I do, to prove that I'm not just saying it, I can show you. I have it written down here. Okay. Is <laughs> what you think it is? What I think it is, and what most—it's actually been somewhat proven what it is. Oh, like a uh, some kind of scaleless uh,
2: lizard? No.
0: Ooh. No. Oh. Because here's the thing. Any any other ideas, real quick?
2: No. What were you saying?
0: Okay, so first of all, it's been proven that the heat in the Gobi Desert is too hot for a invalid. I think that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. No, is it? I feel like... Worms need, like, moisture or yeah, something. So yeah, so worms cannot survive in a desert like that. However, a scaly creature can hmm However, not all snakes have profound scales. hmm So, in comes Eryx. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Latin, of course. Eryx. I'm going to say Eryx. That sounds more right. Like Emy... Imic- Eryx tartaricus or tartar Samboa. Mm. Now, you've seen Samboas before. Yes. Do they not fit the description somewhat of, uh, has no head, has no legs, has no... Like, you can see it has a head but it doesn't look like it. You have to, like, really look. There's yeah. certain types of those snakes that don't... You can't see their eyes because they burrow underground. So it protects it. It's yeah. covered with scales, basically. Mm-hmm. We, get, we actually have one in Florida now. Which I actually killed one. I felt really bad. It's... Because I thought it was a worm, man. It was crawling out of the litter box. I'm oh like, I'm like, no, my cat, it's worms. And then like, I try to I try to smash it, you know, so I could well pick it up and smash it so like it would die. And it was like making this crunchy sound. I'm like, what? The, what what a worm crunches? And then I I, I kind of looked it up. I'm like, long black worms. Blah blah blah. Florida bathrooms stuff like. That. It was a type of snake. It was an it's considered an eyeless snake. I felt really bad when I found this out.
2: I think you shared a picture on Facebook, didn't you?
0: Probably not of the actual one I killed, but of the you know. So, so there are there are types of snakes that resemble worms. Now this is where it gets interesting because this the sand boa. Guess what it's like this. Oh, three feet. Two to five feet. Two to, feet. Two to three, but sometimes they've been seen as five. <laughs> guess where they reside in the Gobi Desert. Not exactly the Gobi Desert. Yes, they do of exist. But yeah, and that and the the, the eastern area. yeah middle eastern to eastern areas yeah Asia India and all this. It, it, do you look at it and like if I had seen it, I would think it was a worm. But the problem is, is the color doesn't match. Mm-hmm. However, in comes the next species of the same type of samboa. Um, it is the Erichs Joni, or Johnny It's two eyes at the end of just so Eric's John and the two eyes. Not like John 2, but you know. Mm-hmm. And guess what color it is? Red. Darkish, reddish brown. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It looks like a worm. No head, no eyes. It matches it almost exactly. Anyway, with well, the first one I told you about, I guess it was shown to some of these nomads mm-hmm. to see if that, you know, like possibly, was this what you guys saw? And they're like, yeah, that's pretty much it. So like it's already been kind of proven that this doesn't exist, but it was kind of cool that this has inspired so many things and it inspired it's well, it inspired a creature in Star Wars, which we saw in the Lego Star Wars thing, or the Lego um, yep. movie with the whole you know that worm coming out of that yep. hole with the Millennium Falcon that was in Empire Strikes Back, I
1: believe. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes it was. Um, also, the Sarlacc, very it's like a sandworm. Uh, it, it resembles uh, the the Evil worm from Dune. The Beetlejuice worm, which is also a sandworm, and more importantly, back to it, Tremor it seems to be it's reddish brown, mm-hmm. huge mouth. If you look at the old drawings from the Nomads, that's what a Tremor looks like. You have something to say?
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Which one is that though? It's the,
2: yeah. um, the the reddish
0: one that you were talking about. Oh, so about the, the Johnny? Name. Yeah, Johnny or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that one. There's oh yeah, but there's ones that don't have like the markings like that that are just like plain like solid color. Oh, yeah, yeah. that one too. Well, that's that's oh, the first one I think. Yeah, there's several species of them mm-hmm. But there's yeah. one that looks like just It's just dark brown red, it looks like a worm It does mm-hmm. So, to me, I think that's what it is Because that is where they would reside right. And you do see them in the sand There's videos of them burrowing under sand It does like a ripple effect Just like the worms supposedly do when they come at you That's how you know to get, a walk- well, get all away from mm-hmm. the sand Yeah, And snakes get, like and rodents And snakes eat rodents And snakes eat mammals And certain ones could get bigger than normal size if possible cuz some most snakes do live on determinate growth or indeterminate growth where like the bigger their area of living and the amount of food that they can keep um, growing oh yeah um uh well,
2: what word did you what two words did you say
0: determinate growth or indeterminate growth i want to say determinate growth yeah cuz it determines i think is what Yeah. You're so it's determined about yeah so if, say, one of these things is living near an oasis where there's water, which, once again, they're supposedly seen, mm-hmm. and do snakes do drink water, yep. mm-hmm. and do bathe in water, and I could see why they would come out in a desert to bathe, to moisten up their scales, because they get dry, and they crack, and cause, it causes problems. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after a huge, heavy rainfall, I could see why they would come out and be noticeable. You would see them more often, because there'd be more of them, because they, they sit near the surface of the sand instead of burrowing deep into the ground. Right. If there's an oasis in the area, then and it's filled with plentiful life, and it's its own little ecosystem, which some oasis are. Some oasis even have monkeys and, yeah. you know, different types of different things. I can see where one could grow to be pretty big. I can see where one could strike a camel if it got too close and take it death. I can see where they could think of venomous, because they're boas, and boas are lethal. It might not actually be venom. You're not touching it and dying, but, like, in a quick instant, if a boa strikes and it wraps... I mean, I'm not going to sit around and see if, like, I mean, it my camel's living. That's also depends on the species of boa, too. I thought, though, I thought, the, um, yeah, but these, they, don't these coil? They do. Okay. I mean, they're but, venomous, co- are you telling me there's venomous boas? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, that's what
2: I'm saying. Like, no, boas, boas, pythons, they're like constrictors. They don't, yeah. they constrict their prey to suffocation.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, in coil, no, I mean by coil like, wrap around. I don't yeah. mean, like, coil, like. No, I know. So I could see where, like, you'd be like, Ew! Just killed my camel! It's venomous! Because I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't sit around to find out if my camel was okay. I'd be booking it out of there if a seven foot snake so came out and striked its face. Oh, imagine.
2: <laughs> imagine living in, an, imagine living way back in the day, some 6.3 bil- million years ago, when. Uh, oh, yeah, not even mention that. The
0: reptiles have evolved to the point where they've become smaller over time. The Titanoboa. Yeah, but is that a desert boa? No. But that means there could be the equivalent of one.
2: Mm-hmm. They mostly resided in like tropical, like not tropical, but like swampy yeah, but, areas. Okay.
0: But we didn't know sand boas were a thing either for a long time. Mm-mm. So now that makes you, it does make you wonder. Is it possible that there's an equivalent out in the Gobi Desert that we haven't found the fossils of? And this comes to the next thing real quick. Um, so Ray Chapman Andrews, from his book, in 1926, called On the Trail of Ancient Man, put none of these, pres- none of those, and this is about the, the people he asked, well, on an expedition, he was a paleontologist, he found lots of bones and stuff in that area that we never knew of dinosaurs that existed, and mind you, massive desert, still be stuff out there that we haven't found. Mm-hmm. So there could be, if this is what he says, could be a lead to believe that these things were much massive at one point than they are. He said, none of these, pres- none of those present Ever had seen the creature, but they all fir- firmly believed in its existence and described it minutely, to like the you know to like the smallest detail. Like it's the same, he does believe that it was basically people passing down because the only accounts of these, other than like drawings and stuff from nomads, is word of mouth, which is kind of shocking because word of mouth usually usually gets switched and changed a lot. This has kind of kept its form perfectly, so it shows how good the the storytellers those people are, apparently. And, uh, so that's kind of amazing. He doesn't believe in the existence of this, this worm, But, like I said, there are people that have taken the snake, that certain type of snake, something similar to them, like, does this look familiar? And they're like, that's, yeah, that's that's very similar to what we've seen. So, I kind of just think it's, uh, Type mis- of Samoa? Being
2: misinterpreted. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, miss not diagnosed, miss uh <laughs> mis uh misinterpreted. Yeah. That works. Yeah, we'll just go with that that works. Misinterpreted. Yeah, I like, kinda of feel the same way. I mean any Well I thought you'd get a kick of that, because you're like did like was it entomology and stuff like that with reptiles? Is that what it is? Oh, herpetology. It's herpetology. Yep. Study of
2: reptiles and amphibians. Oh, entomology is that's
0: bugs. Entomology is the study of um. It's either bugs is or the, plants. It's a, plants. Is it, maybe that's yeah. where I get to make this herbology is like, or herpetology is like oh like herbs. Yeah,
2: the, yeah, that's what everybody's everybody I mean. thinks it is. Like the moment you say when you hear somebody say herpetology, oh, study of plants. No. <laughs> So, I you're didn't... thinking of, um... Abolo-
0: you're thinking of herbology. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But, Christian, mm-hmm. what do you believe when it comes to the Mongolian death worm?
1: No, I believe it's the snake. You believe it's the snake? Yeah, because, I mean, that makes sense.
0: I think we're getting,
1: like, way better
0: at our research and debunking things, which I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing <laughs> that people that listen to our show are the- or hoping to hear, like, actual tales of ghosts. I'm sorry, it's botany. Botany, that's plants. Yes. Yeah, botany. Yeah. See, now when you said it, I was like, that's plants. So, yeah, we try to research as much as possible, I guess. That's pretty much what we do. And we, we apologize for deballing things if you're excited to hear, like, we have proof of a Mongolian death worm, but to get proof, you you're have right. to research. You're right, entomology is a study of insects. Oh, huh. all right. So, I don't know did anybody find any interesting paranormal like stories or just the usual um legends surrounding the Mongolian death worm about it um well other than the buddhist monk one that's like the only ghost story about worms i got. like oh, it's got an evil spirit dwelling within it like <laughs> of course my mind's like this like i'm thinking of like possible kung fu type movie where like this thing's like They trap this, like, evil monk that's trying to take over the world inside this worm, and he's like, I will get you! And he's just like... I mean, but to shoot electricity, like, seven feet or more? But once again, you gotta go into... I mean, like, I don't know where that one... Maybe, maybe, because here's the thing. Heavy rainfall. What's still around with heavy rainfall? Lightning. Lightning. What if somebody's out in the desert near these oasis, right, where lightning is very prevalent and does actually do things? because it strikes the water and stuff like that. What if somebody's out there, their camel gets struck in the face by the snake from the sand, and all of a sudden they get struck by lightning. Like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'd flip yeah, out. out. I would flip out. Terrible. I would really flip out. Or maybe you got struck by lightning, and the, the you know, pretty much the, uh, the earth, not the earthquake, but the uh, vibration it causes, because it does cause a vibration, mm-hmm. is what makes the worm, like, ah! right at the camel's face. There you go. <laughs> Yes, I, I try to make really bad science sound effects. That was a pretty solid. You know what? That's a pretty solid hour and 13 minute episode. I really think we covered everything. We didn't go on any rants. We I mean, sometimes we do, which is fine. We went on a little. We bit. didn't go off topic. We didn't go we off didn't. trail a little bit. We stayed pretty much we on the. Track. Didn't we stayed in the desert? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> in the desert. It was a little dry. A little dry. Yeah, it was, was a little at least we had our camel to give us like milk. and stuff. No, nope, camel got eaten by a Mongolian death worm. But the weird thing is, is before the Mongolian death worm went down, I swear I saw it come to me and he was pale white and in a vision, a little bit skinnier than normal. Did it look like a wraith? My camel, yes it did. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. I called him Wraithel the Camel. <laughs> So and is then you know on top of that man a, then I had a dream dream looking wraith candle no but the you candle. know according to the uh, Camel. the one guy Mongolian Death would could dream walk <laughs> it was a, it was available a a a <laughs> <has it> <laughs> <really, laughs> I got I got I got, uh, I got Dracula no I got Dracula Matt. like a Blah, Sorry, folks. The things are <laughs> happening. This changes. I think I'm becoming, uh, how you say, a, a vampire or a rat. I think uh, you're becoming to speak hieroglyphics. That would be bird, plane, and uh, snake. How do, you spe- how do you speak Egyptian? Bird, plane, and snake. I just told you. <laughs> I'm a vampire, not Egyptian. What do you want from me? And the square
2: is bird, shoe star-spangled <laughs> banner. We don't know about that one yet. Yeah, no. working
1: for Blah. One. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway. Yeah, no. Anyway,
0: we uh, went on uh, one topic.
1: Two topics. Three. Look, guys. Three
0: topics. Uh, uh, uh. We've had some people tell me that there should be a little bit more humor on the show, which is kind of what I was doing. So like, they like the humor because it ties away from the seriousness. The, the seriousness. Well, this one wasn't really serious, though. So we found some topics. We
1: debunked them pretty easily with facts. With good facts. Got in there. And so, if you want some humor. We have a new show. We do have a new show. Uh, actually, um, the first episode actually was released today. Is,
0: no, that's right, yeah. Today we released the show. Uh, right now our schedule is looking like this. To bring you the best content here on Bubble the Night Paranormal, we didn't want to do a show every week. We figured that it's better to do one every other week to kind of give us time to research. research. Uh, with that being said, this is kind Not this one... The other one is kind of an adult-only show. It's not very... I mean, it's... There is some cussing in it. There is some cussing in it. And uh, it is something that we've nice all... Season. We've all enjoyed. And it wasn't that bad. Yes, it was. There's a certain topic we, you know, we kind of mentioned. I don't know <laughs> if we actually mentioned it yet. There will be next week's episode that we mentioned it. Yes. However, the new show is what we all... It brings everybody together. Not just us here as a group, but people we know and people everywhere. we become friends with people over this topic. And that is movies. I love movies. My whole dream with all of this is to eventually go on and write and direct movies. Uh, basically follow the footsteps of one of my idols. Which we're going to talk about next week actually on the show. So every other week is going to be a different show.
1: <coughs>
0: it's going to alternate. It's going to be Bump the Night Paranormal. Then it's going to be Shoot the Reel. Which is our new show? If you guys like movies and don't mind a little dirty humor and uh, adult jokes, fine. It is not like this show. It is more of a humorous show. It is way, way is. less serious. Yes, it is way less serious. Uh,
1: we'll have it. We'll have it up on YouTube. But right now, the audio version is out on Anchor FM slash Shoot the Real. All right, and then we
0: also released episode seven up on the uh, the YouTube, YouTube page
1: for Bump of the Night.
0: Sweet. Yes, sweet. So yeah, you got. Uh, you got to, if you haven't listened to Seven, you'll listen to Seven. If you want to see it with some vis- nice visual representation edited and put together by Christian here, please go, go take a look,
1: go watch, like, subscribe, share, you know, go buy our shirts at, uh, you slash bump of the night paranormal. It's a paranormal. lot to remember, yeah. all right? <laughs> it's a lot to remember. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash bump of the night paranormal, which will also. Be tied for the shoot the real Patreon. I think I should just, should just combine both you know, of those.
0: Yeah, I don't know because people wouldn't want to donate for one thing but donate for the other. Okay, well, well you see what probably. I'm saying? Like, if they like the movie page, they might not want their funding going towards gotcha. paranormal stuff.
1: All right, so we might just have that split. Remember, we'll our
0: Patreon stuff isn't for us to get rich or buy a Rolls Royce Wraith unless we, you want to per-
1: eventually want to.
0: Go on, go on investigations. Go on investigations, and we
2: can't do that
0: without without equipment. Without equipment, so instead of, we we don't qualify for grants. We are looking into some of them, but right now that's not considered an actual legit field of science. I mean, sometimes it is, but this situation it's not. Um, so we are looking for you know financial backing, and it helps with not only that, but it helps us better the show and better our product for you. If we can use it to better that show and better the product for you, then you have a better experience listening to us. And that's what we care about. You are our number one reason for doing this. Like PBS, who keeps canning our asses. Sorry, that's a funny joke. (coughs) It's a funny joke. I don't care if you leave that in or not. Just like PBS, but more realistically, this would not be possible without viewers like you. And we say that, and if you want to use our stuff, just give us a shout-out, it'll be fine. We won't block your videos in the U.S. (coughs) <laughs> Salty. Anyway, I guess with that being said, uh, did anybody find any news stories paranormal wise that had come out? I didn't see any. Uh, I honestly <coughs>
1: haven't seen any.
0: Yeah. Okay. <coughs> so I yes, So, with it's that a, being said, it's another
2: thing we need to look into, like weekly paranormal stuff.
0: Well, yeah, I've been trying to do that, but I just, you know, the one the last time we did it was the tree girl. Yeah. And like, I thought that was a really interesting story, but uh, once again, you, we have we're backed up on topics right now. We've got people like suggesting stuff. We're still trying to get to some of your suggestions. Uh, We can't get through them all sometimes. Uh, Yeah, I know, on YouTube it doesn't look like we get a lot of suggestions, but friends are like, Oh, you should talk about this. I had experiences with this. So we're trying to get through everybody's. There's quite a bit. Hopefully we'll get through all of them. And the other reason if we can't find research or something and it's not, like, show worthy, we, you know, we just can't use it. We apologize for that. If you do have more research that we might not be aware of, please shoot us a line. Let us know if you're an expert of something and you want to be on the show. Shoot us a line. Um, well, we'd be glad to have some guests on here talking about their experiences. Uh, so, with that being said, I guess it's time to say goodnight and bid you adieu and a fond farewell. With that being said, I am Matty Matthew Ferry. Yeah, I was about to say my shoot the real name there. I apologize, folks. I am Matthew Ferry, joined always by Christian Zakara. And Patrick Palella. And remember, if if it bumps bumps in the the night, we we bump bump back. back. That's some Ghostbusters.